Hello listeners, welcome to another great podcast. This is Satavisa. For today's podcast, we have with us Srini Srinivasan, CTO and founder of Eros Bike. Hello Srini, welcome to Analytics Insight. It's great to have you here. Hello Satavisa, thanks for having me. Thank you. Now, can you please brief me about the services provided by Eros Bike? Eros Bike has been in business for about uh, more than a decade. Uh, we started in 2009 in order to build a high-performance database technology to handle some of the most intensive real-time applications used in the internet. We started off in ad tech, for example, as well as um, expanded to um, telcos, financial services, e-commerce, and so on. The idea of um, delivering very high throughput, low latency transactions on um, very uh, high amounts of data, large amounts of data into the petabytes uh, is essentially what Aerospike helps our customers do. I see. That sounds really interesting. Now, can you please help me by telling how, what kind of disruptive technologies you are using in your company? Yeah, Aerospike. Um, has invented a number of technologies. When we started, uh, we invented a uh, technology called the hybrid, we call that the hybrid memory architecture. What um, we ended up doing was leveraging SSDs, uh, which started appearing in the market, uh, you know, maybe 15 um, plus years ago, we started leveraging it to make all of the data which is stored on SSD to also be accessible in real time uh, with almost the same kind of performance you get from main memory. SSDs are a bit slower than main memory, but we leveraged uh, the random access as well as, um, you know, random access which SSDs have, uh, as well as um, the ability to, uh, you know, to write a storage system uh, which is log structured essentially to um, deal with the right leveling issues uh, of uh, SSDs. So we kind of adapted our software to provide, to expand the amount of real-time data you can store in a node. Now this has a couple of consequences. One is we are able to provide a sub-millisecond read response times as well as write response times by storing the data in SSD, not just in, in DRAM. Which was, which was basically the real-time um, storage of choice uh, before we invented this technology of hybrid memory architecture. Now, when we start using SSDs for real-time data, we are able to store a lot more data per node, which means the amount of data, real-time data that a single node can store is much higher because the amount of SSDs you can have in a node can go to tens of terabytes these days. While in memory, you know, you can only store um, maximum maybe a terabyte uh, if you really stretch it. So you get a 10 to 20x more real-time data per node, which also reduces the cost by about 5x. So the TCO is much better. So larger and larger applications, uh, which use a lot of data in real-time, can deliver these millions of transactions per second uh, on uh, with very high uptime on smaller um, cluster sizes, for example. Amazing. Now, if we go a little farther into the discussion of hybrid memory architecture, how would you like to scale its performance rates? 
the, the way we think about it is um, Aerospike has worked really hard, not just using the storage architecture, uh, but also in leveraging various technologies on the networking side, as well as the ability to use the processors, you know, multi, you know, run on multi-core processors, uh, NUMA pinning and various other uh, techniques, um, which are used um, in software by using multiple threads and multiple sockets on the node and, and, and so on. And, and the end result is we are able to use all of the hardware in a node to scale up. Now, once we scale up, you know, um, we are then able to put together multiple nodes together in a scale out network architecture. So you end up having clusters that can handle a lot of throughput and um, providing low response times, but also are able to handle, um, you know, anywhere from a few terabytes of data to um, over a petabyte. And all of this is for real-time access. Thanks, Rani, for explaining that so well to me. Now, I'm a little curious about what is your opinion on the growth of web scale applications in India? That's actually a great question. That, you know, it's good that you should ask that because when Aerospike started, um, we started with a team uh, based in um, Silicon Valley in the US in Mountain View. And also um, in the early days, even uh, over 10 years ago, we set up also a team in Bangalore. As a result of which um, we have been uh, an integral part of the growth in you know, the internet market in India in terms of web scale applications. You know, we started working with some of the earliest uh, companies that were founded in India. Um, you know, these were companies like Inmobi, Snapdeal and so on. They were founded a long time ago. And then since then, uh, we have seen the growth of the internet and you know, with, with, you know all about the way the telco market has grown uh, with Reliance Geo entering the market a few years ago and Airtel um, and others, you know, and they're all consolidating, but there are now three large um, uh, telco providers there with a lot more users than, than, than existed, um, you know, 10 years ago. And this particular journey has um, uh, repeated itself, you know, with Flipkart and Amazon in India uh, expanding as well as other, um, uh, companies in various uh, places like Big Basket, for example, um, and various other, you know, like Ola. All of the growth that you see on the internet in, in India is on par with what is happening in the rest of the world. And more importantly, the scale of India is enormous. So it is probably um, the growth has been, uh, I would say, uh, higher than in many other places because there's a, still a lot, lot more um, uh, growth to come in India. So, so we've been part of that for over 10 years now. Well, that sounds great. Now, how do you think the hiring percentage of the developer community is growing in India? Again, you know, we've seen this a lot because many of the times in the early days, developers who were in some of the, uh, you know, the early uh, pioneers, if you will, of the internet economy in India, um, they developed a lot of interesting scalable technologies. You know, one of the things about web scale applications uh, that you mentioned, um, Satavisa, is that the, um, these applications require a certain level of um, uptime as well as performance. And these were uh, these techniques were, uh, of course, invented uh, all over the world. But I think India has also uh, contributed because of the scale. People have invented more and more techniques uh, in terms of handling this at scale. 
Now these developers who do that uh, ended up um, moving to other companies. So as the internet um, and the web scale application development continued to kind of evolve and grow rapidly in India over the last uh, decade, uh, what we have seen is these developers in the early companies have become uh, leaders and they have grown and they have moved to other companies and there is a you know, big you know a community of developers who know how to build these uh, scale uh, at scale applications uh, for for uh, you know the consumers to use them that sounds really good now lastly i want to ask you what are the future plans for aerospike well for us um, our, our goal as a real time platform is to be a key component in the real time enterprise infrastructure in order to make this work really well, Aerospike doesn't necessarily build everything uh, ourselves. Uh, we are really good and well differentiated in terms of uh, data access for transactional applications. You know, we build various uh, technologies which are uh, fairly classical, but now applied to a much more uh, intense and extreme um, uh, you know, environment where we can deliver a number of SLAs. So that's Aerospike's focus. Additionally, we're also interacting with other systems on the analysis or analytics side. What that means is you are able to now run queries in SQL on a Presto Trino interface and access data in place in Aerospike so you can do various kinds of analysis. So we don't necessarily build all of these systems ourselves, but we build connectors to Presto, we built connectors to Spark, we have built connectors to um, you know, other systems like that, which will then be able to access data from Aerospike directly, and thus expanding the reach of Aerospike into the various um, other applica real-time applications and systems that exist. The other big um, uh, focus for Aerospike is to expand the kinds of applications that can be written in Aerospike. When we started, we, we basically supported simple key value applications. We then have, have recently expanded it to document-based applications. So if you wanna use um, various document-based um, um, application development at scale, Aerospike can be a good fit for that. And we allow SQL access to data or documents stored in Aerospike. Uh, we continue to kind of evolve more into areas like graph that is not done yet, but we are in the process of looking at how we can enhance uh, more application development in the graph and time series area using Aerospike so that at scale applications which require those kinds of APIs um, will can use Aerospike. And this is something which is um, going to be attractive to the developers uh, that we spoke about earlier, because when developers want to build an application, they're really interested in certain models, data models like graph or document, which they would like to immediately use. So it makes it very easy to build those apps. And then Aerospike can take care of the scaling of these apps um, to, the, to the web scale applications that we talked about. Srini, that sounds amazing. I'm sure this is definitely going to help all of our listeners too. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Shatavisa. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thank you.